Court. The movie podcast where Sean and John and Michael watch it, talk shit, and most importantly, <laughs> eat shit. It worked great, Michael. We're so proud to have you. We have special guest Michael Hampton. Uh, and John Burr, the late great John Burr. Whoa, the very late and the very large. You meant great in reference to mass, right? No, uh, <laughs> as in just a great person, a great guy we love so much. Great, great eyes. I we have Michael Hampton eyes. on the show. I don't know if you know that. Um, Hello, he, Hey, how's it going? Uh, he's been on many yeah, shows before. I, <laughs> oh, great. I'm pretty sure Michael's <laughs> mad at us because we haven't had him on in a while. And I don't have a lot of evidence for this except that we let Michael pick the movie. And Michael, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners and poor Twitch streamers if they're having to endure our bad video, tell our Hello. listeners and streamers <laughs> what that movie you picked out was. Hi, Twitch streamers and podcast listeners. The movie <laughs> that I picked was Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> and before, you, before, if you didn't watch it, this isn't like one of the much lauded newer Scooby-Doo TV movies where they team up with like Swamp Thing and like Kiss. This is yeah. This is 2004's live action uh, sequel to 2004. The, yeah, yeah, t- t- live action sequel uh, to the first Scooby-Doo movie, which I had forgotten existed. I certainly mm-hmm. forgot two of them existed. So we're not even getting into the Scooby-Doo verse, pro- Scooby-Doo universe proper. We're just no. plunging right in to the sheer chaos. Right in. <laughs> May so I ask? predicated this selection? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to ask, too. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, oh, I don't know. This is hard. Do I pick something new? <laughs> Do I pick something old? And I was like, oh, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters of the <laughs> It's a great answer. <laughs> well, like a month ago, I watched the first one. And I was like, wow, that was wild. And then I was like, I wonder how the second one's doing. And then this opportunity, I couldn't pass it up. So you hadn't even watched it when you recommended it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't seen it since middle school. (laughs) That's, wow. I'll 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 give you credit for this. (laughs) It took me seven attempts to get through. Seven painful, like, ripped my family apart. I don't think my old lady respects me anymore. Attempts to get through. But it's still a better selection than last week, where we, during the Black Lives Matters protests and National Morning Day, uh, watched a movie wherein the lead and hero protagonist is, in fact, a Caucasian fascistic police officer. So you've already done better than we did last week. (laughs) And we watched Dread on National Morning Day, so it could yes. be it could be way worse. So good on you, good on you for not getting us to watch. Uh, I don't know uh, Mississippi Burning. Thank you for not yeah, selecting yeah. Mississippi Burning. Thank that you. was my first. That was my go-to. But I thought, just okay. They just did Dread. I should probably do something light. Yes, you yeah. rescued us from ourselves. This is almost yeah. completely apolitical. So I think that I think. Oh yeah. Are there politics in this movie? Mm, no. Maybe? I, don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to come up with some like uh, like ageist, uh, like Peter Boyle <laughs> abuse joke, but I, I'm so Oh, lost. yeah. I'm lost. <laughs> I want to say one special important thing. 
Um, okay. Why not Scooby Two Monsters Unleashed? This is before the Too Fast Too Furious name assault. They could have done that. They could have been the ones who started it all. They surely Scooby Two, Scooby Two, not Scooby Doo Two. There's a I lot know. of things they could have done, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I have to tell you about the screening. Can I tell you about my screening, my home screening? No. Okay, this is... I'm, I'm going to do it anyway, Michael. Uh, it's going to be quick, though, so don't worry, Michael. Um, this okay. is what happened. Uh, I I had my door open because it was a nice, cool day. And I had the I had the air breeze coming through. It was nice. Uh, I started the movie, and immediately the wind picked up. You know that scene in The Burbs where he, like, walks to into his neighbor's yard, and then the wind just suddenly hits his face? That happened as I started the movie. It was like a bad omen. <laughs> And uh, it turned out to be just right. I was warned, but I went through with it anyway. That happened to me Abandoned all, all, seven, all seven times I started the movie. That happened all seven times. <laughs> <laughs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Before I force Michael to summarize this <laughs> mutant load of n- nonsense that he forced us to watch, uh, I want to talk <laughs> about, I want to bring back the Orange Previewlius, a segment that oh. COVID has tried to kill. But I have two previews on the opposite ends of the, well, perhaps not quality spectrum, but the excitement spectrum in my world. Okay. And we'll begin with the beginning. We'll begin with the nadir, the lowest of low. I want to ask you guys, have you seen the preview for King of Staten Island? Ooh. Um, I have seen it float through Twitter. This is the Pete Davidson movie, right? Yes. I've seen it float oh, through Twitter hey. and had the presence of mind to not click on it. I don't um, think Michael has yeah, seen it. So, Michael, may I describe it to you concisely? Yes. I I, I scrolled past it. I, there was no audio, but I saw his <laughs> face. It is, a <laughs> Judd, it. <laughs> it is a Judd Apatow, I can only assume, moralist fable about Pete Davidson <laughs> Who uh, is a firefighter whose father died in 9-11. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. So they're not even like so burying... A yeah, supposedly a comedy. They're not even burying the weird <laughs> careerist Christian moral path pathitude of Judd Apatow verse. They're just stamping it in the preview now. Sounds funny. At least wow. the 40-year-old version had the decency to like slip it in the back door and be like, Hey, do not follow your dreams. Just eBay all your yeah. toys. <laughs> and, and, and get with whatever woman will sleep with you. Just yeah, anyone. Right uh, and this one, no, we're going to uh, we're going to empathize with uh, human Crohn's disease, Pete Davidson. Uh, and I think I think this movie. I think I hate Bill Burr now just because he's in it. <laughs> oh no, he's playing the he's playing like the Bill Burr dad character, right? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid he's playing the only the only character he's really meant to play, which is a firefighter. He's yeah. it. He had yeah. abusive dad. Um, Wait, brutal. But, it's brutal, dude. Oh, I thought I thought you meant Pete Davidson was a firefighter who had a dad. He is. Or, wait, that is. Oh, yes. oh, wow. Okay, He's I was like, that firefighter. Is, that's not believable at all. But then, but it isn't. <laughs> I think Steve Buscemi, who was also a firefighter. See, they're doing all this metatextual shit. Grab from the headline shit. I think Steve Buscemi plays the. Spectre of his father, who's not an, an actual Spectre. Oh. But I think there are flashbacks, etc. <laughs> oh, but I don't know. I don't weird. care. Do, do any makeup? 
It's just a movie, like it's a preview that like gives me agita just to think about. But Ugh. there's another film. I know where we're going with this. Spike Lee? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I saw Black Clans, but I'm not excited about Spike Lee movies anymore. Spike Lee is that's fair. Spike Lee old boyed himself. Mm. Uh, and now if it ends up being awesome, that'd be great. I love Spike Lee, but I don't think I've enjoyed a Spike Lee movie since Clockers. So. Which I really, really enjoy. But Spike Lee is uh, where the wild things are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spike Lee's uh, being John Amos. <laughs> um, so, let me just lay it out for you. I a very okay. morbidly obese, scruffily bearded Russell Crowe gets in a ah. traffic altercation with yes. a family. Yes. And then proceeds to road rage stalk said family for what I can only assume is a 79-minute running time of sheer perfection. (laughs) It looks great. I think I actually saw that. um, Somehow I saw that really like a month ago. I saw that trailer. Well, it's called Unhinged. And they decided that this is the film they're going to go ahead and stick in the COVID theaters to bring Mm -hmm. what I can only assume the dumbest and rightest of yeah. winged America out to go I see this guess. movie. And you know what? They might just kill a couple of uh, incel 30-something white dumbass film podcasters while they're at it, because it's going to be hard for me to resist such a film. <laughs> Michael, did you ever see the trailer for Taken when it first came out, or were you like nine? Oh, I saw it, and I was taken. My breath was taken away. <laughs> One of the great trailers of all time. Not a very good movie, kind of an unwatchable piece of crap movie, but this this movie Unhinged is on that level. Uh, Sean, That's will great. you brave? Uh, will you put? Will you don your mask and mm-hmm. go see Unhinged with Michael? Because I'm still too scared. It's very <laughs> unlikely that I will do that. As much as I want to, I will say this is a question. How long do you think this script has been floating around? Because, like, Road Rage hasn't been even a thing anyone has talked about in 15 years. True. It, it must have been... Did someone just remember that Road Rage used to be a thing that people made jokes about on SNL, like, 15 years ago? And they went, what if we did a movie with Russell Crowe? You guys are, were, stand-up comedians. <laughs> Don't you have to have a Road Rage bit if you were going to ma- land on P- VH1 Paula Poundstone <laughs> special? <laughs> Wasn't that like a classic bit to do then? Yeah. Yes. My road rage bit is like, ah, oh, these roads. Ah, oh, I hate roads. <laughs> That's my road rage bit. It's not good. You ever, you ever I drive feel like down Michael the street and you're a... just like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> you asshole. Uh, I'm going to work. Oh, that's good. That's a keeper. That one. Um, <laughs> wow. But, uh, I'm sure it's going to be bad. I, I ended up like Googling the filmmaker. He's made zero good movies. But cool. a motivated Marlon Brando-esque Russell Crowe taking time off from his prodigious musical career. Uh, <laughs> I can't miss this. The only thing that could be better is if I Tom Hardy was wearing some form of mask. But that's the Ooh, Orange Previewlius, yes. the long dead, suddenly resurrected wow. Orange Previewlius. Although, really, if they want to get the right wingers, if they want to get people into the theaters, just re-release Passion mm-hmm. of the Christ. Yes. That's all you have to do. I've been saying it. <laughs> I have been saying this every day for the last ten years. <laughs> re-release what Richard Jewell for sucking. We want Richard Jewell back in the theaters, you bastards. Jewell. 
I, and that's that may, be the, that may be the misstep here. Russell Crowe may not be following the trends. He may be too fat in this film. People will not <laughs> see fat people. We've, we've, we've learned through Capone fat, and Richard Jewell. <laughs> <laughs> but, Michael, we've delayed it long enough. Please render a summary judgment of Scooby-Doo 2. Oh. Tell me what happened. What was this movie? Okay, Scooby-Doo 2... Monsters Unleashed is the name of the movie. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so this is the sequel to the incredible <laughs> film. <laughs> Scooby-Doo 1, the movie 1. <laughs> and that one's crazy too, but we won't go into that one. They don't even bring it up. Uh, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> this one's there's a museum opening in Coolsville. <laughs> um, yep, and the the gang's all there for the grand unveiling of a bunch of costumes. <laughs> Why that would be cool, I don't know, but they're doing it, and <laughs> then uh, a pterodactyl ghost. <laughs> <laughs> why it couldn't just be a pterodactyl i don't know but it busts in and steals a bunch of costumes uh-oh mm-hmm. whoops and then um shag scooby tried to stop it but they're failures they're idiots losers yeah <laughs> and like everyone on the team blames them and there's a really sad scene where scooby's like Oh, uh, I don't even remember the line, but something happens <laughs> anyway. Yep. Um, yep. If, if it was a line, it was by Scooby. It's either Scooby or a fart, yeah. an actual fart. Scooby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> railiers. We're railiers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and then then it's just. All right, we got to fill in the blanks for Michael here. Oh, then then it's just... Uh, did we lose Michael all we the way? We may have lost Michael completely. Oh, no. He's back. Oh, there he's he is. Back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> There's a bunch of nonsense going on with, you know, the monsters, and they're chasing yep. them, and then they're like, how do we stop these monsters? And there's a reporter who's mean, who <laughs> makes them yep. seem bad, so the town hates them, and protests, protests, hot item. Um, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Rip from the headlines. <laughs> and then they go and find where the monsters are, but Scooby and Shaggy try to be heroes, but they fail at that too, and make it much worse. Now there's even more monsters than we ever imagined. <laughs> there's like yep. six. Um, and then, uh, then they get it together and they figure it out. <laughs> they reverse the polarity of some nonsense and then yes. turn off all the monsters. <laughs> it has a very Star Trek <laughs> The Next fun. Generation ending to it. Yes. yes. Oh, well, the machine we use to make the monsters, yeah. we'll just turn a screw and then once we hit the button, it'll undo the monster. And luckily, said screw will be in the shape of a frisbee that can very conveniently yeah. be caught by, I don't know, a dog. A giant anthropomorphic <laughs> dog. Yeah. I gotta say, Andy Circus as Scooby-Doo, wow. <laughs> I was, I, yeah. you know, I've seen him play Gollum. I've seen uh-huh. him play Harrison Ford's only companion. I was. I've seen him play King of Kong. 
I was not ready for him wow. to, to take my breath away. The Afro dance scene. <laughs> the chemistry yes. he has at the end of the film with Ruben Stuttered. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of things I didn't expect. And I got to say, we need to change. If we can have 16 Best Picture nominees, can we not nominate yes. Andy Circus for playing some kind of nude animal? Yeah. Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Award, at least. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Michael, I, I feel like right you left a lot out, Michael. Season. You you left out that uh, every stupid character who was a 90s teen idol of some sort, including the yeah. <coughs> aforementioned reporter who was uh, Batgirl, Alicia Silverstone, everyone got their neat, tiny, horrific little arc. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Everybody had <laughs> they their all did. little story. Yep. And... Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna skip our euros, and we're gonna go straight to our worsts. We're gonna go straight to our low man, low man of the totem pole. Because for me, my worst is, I think his name is James Gunn. Yes, he wrote these movies, and you can see oh. his filthy Guardians of the Galaxy fingerprints all over him. Because ostensibly, it's the same like empty family first themes yeah. that you know yep. find love where you where you can capture it boys and it's just so rough and everyone from Linda Cardellini as Velma falling in love with <laughs> Seth Green yep <laughs> what was Daphne what was Daphne and Fred's what was their theme again theirs was weird because Fred Fred was like uh talking about things is not good. It makes me not strong. <laughs> and right. then he had to learn. Then he had to learn that oh, you can talk about things, and it doesn't mean you're a weak coward. Just and we gotta by talking. That yeah. Fred is played by Freddie Prinze Jr. Yes. Fred Daphne's Prince played Hitler. by Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Yeah, and this incredible lack of on-screen chemistry led to a still intact marriage. Are they married? Yes, they met making this <laughs> dog wash. One of the worst <laughs> movies you'll ever see. I, I mean, they must have been having a lot of fun Offset. Um, yeah. But somehow, some way, uh, Matthew Lillard was not my low main low man of the totem pole. I'll kick it to you, Michael. What was your least favorite thing about the movie? We will circle back. Oof. I know you'll probably have something good to say. Sure. I'm going to give you time to figure it out. But Michael, who, what was your what was your least favorite thing? This is so tough. Um, <laughs> it's tough stacks of bad things but i don't know if this counts but maybe my disappointment i loved it in middle school <laughs> to, you know, i was like what whoa what was i watching <laughs> or what were you on perhaps? it's a wild ride oh yeah probably the crack there's just so many things that opens up for you as a, a young child yeah, oh, crack that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the movie, back to the movie. <laughs> yes, um, that's great. I guess the like all of the like the green screen was rough. <laughs> yes, Michael did green. <laughs> Michael did special effects. I can't believe that Michael found a way for the special effects to be the worst part of a movie that starts Matthew Lillard doing Casey Kasem doing Scooby. <laughs> Uh, somehow you found a way to a movie wherein there's like, a, like 69 fart jokes. You found a way to get mad at the effects, but you did it, Michael. You, my, Michael's brand is strong. Michael's <laughs> brand is strong. 
They are rough. Yeah. He's well, right. Michael, you, you have played your part. Sean, what was your least favorite part of the movie? Who's your low main um, low man? I've got like, mine was tough because all of the things that I liked about it were bad things. <laughs> and all the things I didn't like about it were bad things. Right. So, But I will say the things that I thought were actually legitimately bad. One... Uh, Shaggy turns into a woman. His body is a woman's body, and his head is Shaggy. And it was just like legitimately yeah. unsettling. Just a horrible thing to look at. Um, yeah. I somehow forgot this. I somehow forgot that part. They yeah, they drink a potion, and his body turns into like a hot midriff lady with thick thighs. She's oh. just a sexy and but just Shaggy's horrible horrible head on it. But yes, the main thing. Head. Oh yeah, his his CG head <laughs> sort like, of what? sort of tacked to the body. So let me get this straight: both of you are going to choose the poor CGI as the worst thing in this. No, movie. no, 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 not the CGI <laughs> itself. Just the fact that it is horrifying. The concept. The, yeah. the real thing that I think is strange about it that I don't like is that like ghosts and monsters are real, and that kind of like delegitimizes all of Scooby-Doo lore. Right. Because, like, the whole point the whole point of Scooby-Doo is that, like, there aren't ghosts. That's bullshit. Do you know who's really doing these things? Some old, old white, white guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, like, the whole thing. It's just creepy old white men are doing it. There's no ghosts. There's Ghosts aren't real. But well, in this one, they're like, I don't know, ghosts are real? Well, I quite... I, I, I hate to, to harp on James Gunn again, but he just does... He just nerds up this whole movie. He, like, inserts a most icely cantina filled with Scooby-Doo <laughs> villains present and past. And, I mean, he gets some decent... Yeah. You know, I love yeah. Peter Boyle. I love... who's What's the guy with three names who played... We're oh, in the jailhouse uh, now... Tim Blake, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson. I love those guys, but they're not given anything to do. And then Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. I mean, Matthew Lillard doesn't have a lot of highlights. No. He does have a lot of lowlights. Yeah. And I yeah. know this is a this is ostensibly a children's movie. Even though apparently it wasn't written as one. Apparently in production it was decided to be, be, yeah. to, to be taken from the dark James Gunn uh, comic twist to just a typical yeah. kids movie, but his performance yeah. is so abundantly cartoonish mm. in a mm-hmm. film where not every not no one else is cartoonish. No, uh, maybe Linda Cardellini, yeah. but I think that was just bad acting. <laughs> she's like she's like she's doing the Professor Frank voice from Simpsons, kind of just yeah. kind of. Mm, well, I'm a nerd. Um, I'm a nerd, which is, you know, that's how you do for Velma. I mean, I get it's that's funny because do. I remember being a kid and seeing Scream and then, of course, jerking off to Hackers <laughs> and thinking that, uh, <laughs> and then thinking that Matthew Lillard was going to be like a movie star. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he's, I think he's good in Scream. Yeah. But I, I mean, now, now, you know, I kind of see like, the beginnings of this Scooby-Doo overacting performance. You go back to yes. scream like, oh, you got me too deep, man. You got me deep, man. That's the beginning of the Shaggy voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sean, I know so. there was more than just the CG that you disliked. Oh, so yes, there's Dig a lot deep. more. Dig deep. There are a few yeah. things yeah. that are very, very bad. Okay, one, um, actually both of them are covers. The covers are just miserable miserable <laughs> covers of songs that i love some yeah. of my favorite yeah. songs just totally ruined the, there's a sly and the family stone cover and where they're doing the horrible 
Thank you for letting me be myself. They're like dancing to it. They That's, do the horrible is, dance number. Don't leave out that Scooby-Doo with an afro. Yes, it is Scooby-Doo with an yes. afro for some reason. In disguise in a most Eisley cantina of former Scooby-Doo villains that all hate him. But I think I think even worse than that is the Shining Star cover. Just because I love Shining Star even more than I love Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself. Shining Star is just such a beautiful uplifting wonderful song to listen to when earth wind and fire plays it you're like oh my god i've never felt better in my life and then you see reuben fucking stuttered and you're like god damn it why 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 would they do this was the bad music later redeemed by the bitchin freddie prince jr jousting a ghost knight set to bon jovi scene <laughs> Kind of. That is one of my. That is one of my euros. Honestly, <laughs> you yeah. do not get multiple euros this yeah, time, Sean. You're streaking. I don't. Multiple euros oh. ends on this film. Okay, I'll have to pick one. <laughs> and that brings us to euros. our euros. Michael, what was your favorite? <laughs> Who was your euro? Who was your mystery meat? Best thing of the picture? What did you like oh. about Scooby oh my. Two? The <laughs> the best. I'm looking at my notes because I really don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best part. That's very tough. Wait, there was a line that I did like. <laughs> one line. A single line. Okay, it's when they they fall into, they, they ring the doorbell and they fall into that whatever sphere and it rolls down the roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> do you remember that? I do whatever. remember. It, like also looks horrible. Anyways, <laughs> they land and then they realize there's two other <laughs> spears, <laughs> and one has like the door doorstep like evangelists with like their books. Have you heard the good news? Yeah, that's the <laughs> line. Because yeah, there's cookies. <laughs> 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 like, that's a good line. That's not yeah. bad. There's Mormons and Girl Scouts down there. And you're yeah. right, that is a pretty good line. It's a good uh, line. <laughs> um, for for me, I'm going to crack back at you guys. I think for a 2004 oh. picture, the special effects aren't that bad. Oh, for a movie true. that almost totally relies on special effects, unfortunately. <laughs> true, relies yeah. on special effects and Matthew Lillard mugging it up. They're not that bad. You're right. I think this was, I have no idea, but I think this was a pretty big budget picture. I think so. I mean, these were all young stars coming into their primes. I think this movie may have ended those primes prematurely, but this is you get this is Linda Cardellini right off the uh, complete not sensation freaks and geeks. This is Buffy the Vampire Slayer off the complete not sensation. I know what you did last summer. This is Freddie Prince Jr. Who I don't know where he came from. I'm gonna have to amend my previous statement. Maybe this movie was not a big budget blockbuster. The cast is pretty. Uh, his cast is a bunch of also rans, including Seth Green. But I, IMDb says eighty million dollars. Oh, that's two thousand four dollars. Yeah, wow. that's like Wild Wild West money. It's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, that's great. How how much did the first one have? Oh, oh, that might be harder to find out. Just Wait, no, it. I'm clicking it. Just I'm clicking it, it right now. Just. You guys just talk for like a good thirty seconds, and Michael I will and I be there. Not vamp. We refuse to vamp. The first well, one was eighty-four. Holy! Oh. I know. Oh, they, lost, they lost four million. They're like, all right. <laughs> 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 You're taking it away. 
I'm I'll saying say, that we know I, nothing about yeah. one to even compare this to the other movie. Michael, do you remember? Oh, I could tell you. I can tell you everything about one. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> tell us how different one was from two. Okay, to think that two was better than one, but now I think one is better than two. Okay, good. But Thank God. Still bad. <laughs> <laughs> two has two is like you wouldn't like it either, Sean, because it has real monsters again. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. They're Haven't on an they watch Scooby Doo? <laughs> God damn it. Well that's the twist. They've always been fake. <laughs> but then they did the twist twice in a row, which doesn't really make any sense. But it's about these like there's like a ritual and monsters and they take people's souls or whatever. What? So it's like hell. Yeah, and then they like Yeah. It's <laughs> the new the newest Hellboy has the exact same <laughs> that oh Love if you want to see a bad Doo. movie. Woo. Um anyways, uh oh, they also have a gag where all the bodies switch and then Fred's like in a woman's body. They just love that type of humor, I guess. <laughs> but Weird. Scrappy is the bad guy in that what? one. Scrappy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh Oh man. Deep yeah. deep cut. Deeply metatextual. <laughs> they hate the canon. Wow. Yeah. No, I like that. They I like that. It. That's like uh <laughs> That's like when you go, like, yes. when a gastro pub makes, like, a really, like, makes, like, a cheeseburger made of foam. That's deconstructing, <laughs> using the original ingredients to heighten the aura of the original and to make something new and fantastic. Scrappy, we needed a Scrappy-Doo turn here. <laughs> if we found out at the end that Scooby-Doo was Kaiser Soze, we'd be talking about this movie in hushed terms. We needed something like that. Yeah. We needed whoever writes Tom Cruise's movies now. Christopher McQuarrie. We needed Christopher McQuarrie to write this and not yes. Uh Sean, it's time. Uh, okay. You can have as many euros as you want. I can't believe you have multiple euros. Uh, I got a lot. Your, we're going to get your euros. And then and I think we should go back and let Michael uh, plumb his notes before we sign off. Just in case. Because, yes. you know, Sean and I, usually we're in a darkened theater. We don't get to write notes. So the fact that someone was True. wise enough to write notes, I'm kind of excited. I okay. Let me let me get some uh, good things in. This is a genuinely good thing. Uh, young Linda Cardellini as Velma is hot. It's just like she's just an attractive woman. I like watching her talk yeah, and stand. Um, just I like just looking at at her face. Uh, so that's good. Two <laughs> thumbs up for someone being attractive. It's, I mean, some movies aren't Stay even well, smart fam. enough to. <laughs> They won't. They won't even put someone attractive in a movie. Sometimes, so they they at least went. Hey, what if I put an attractive person in this? Uh, okay. I also, can I add a of a course caveat to that? I always love when there's a beautiful woman, and then in the story is well, we can't all be hot. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you gotta remember, Linda Cardellini has been cast the, as yeah. the, cast as the ugly one for years, which just shows you how screwed all our children are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is a genuinely a good part. Shaggy and Scooby, they're they're trying to get some shit done. They've got their frisbee of that I don't know somehow reverses ghosts. Yes, and uh, they go into a bil- into a barn or some shit. And for some reason, there's a ghost made out of cotton candy. <laughs> And then they eat the ghost. I, I don't know how they eat the ghost. Edibles, I don't know man. How you... Edibles, man. 
<laughs> no clue how you can eat a ghost, but they eat the whole ghost. And the original like script that. that ghost was made of cocaine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, two more things. Jeez. These are actually bad. Nice. These are bad things that I liked. Um, one, Alicia Silverstone's TV show. Alicia Silverstone is actually, spoiler alert, she's a bad guy. <laughs> Inside of inside of a lady suit. She's Tim Black Nelson. <laughs> yes, somehow yeah. she's Tim Black Nelson, yes. But her TV show is like one of the worst fake named names of a TV show ever. It is Investigative Probe. That's the name of her TV show is Investigative Probe. That's a good gag. That's yeah, a good that's gag. good. That's very good. Um, and this is probably the worst thing, but also a thing I loved. Shaggy's suit at the big opening thing, the gala, is like a, cr- a brown crushed velvet suit. It's just like one of the ugliest suits of all time, and I loved it. Those are all my favorite things. Uh, and Wanted Dead or Alive. That's that's way up. Wanted, wanted Dead or Alive. <laughs> the moments when the movie was like, this is going to be a dumb fucking movie. Let's be really dumb. Right. And in yeah. that moment, they were like, this will be incredibly dumb. And I was like, okay, that's fun. Let's have a fun time with yes. how dumb this is. That's right. why I was, there were a couple moments where I was like, Matthew Lillard is so bad that it's almost brilliant, but it's not, <laughs> so it's just bad. Like, yeah, I don't know what he could have done. To, it's like, it's so close. It's like, He's definitely on is- that edge. And I like my actors to toe the line. Like I'm a Nick Cage guy, I'm a Tom Hardy guy, mm-hmm, but sure. I just found myself being like mortified for him mostly. <laughs> yes, and I, and I'm, I'm watching I, yeah. it with people, and a couple of people comment like, "Wow, he really, he really does sound like Shaggy." And yeah. it's like, who cares? Who cares? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like in, in the new Star Wars movie, in the new, excuse me, in the new Star Trek movies that more resemble Star Wars movies than Star Trek movies. And yes. now, in hindsight, yes. we can see that J.J. Abrams used as warm-ups to make Star Wars movies. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, Carl Urban, who, who's a favorite around here, is doing yeah. a spot-on uh, DeForest Kelly impersonation. Really good bones, yeah. But nobody else is doing an impersonation. <laughs> no. And... That just doesn't work in movies when you have one guy doing a spot-on impersonation and then there's no one else to impersonate. Yeah, I mean, it's like can if Frank Caliendo showed up or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> it's like, like, why is Frank oh, Caliendo in this movie? Yeah. This is Kevin really strange. Pa- Kevin Pollack wanders. It's like if Kevin Pollack... <laughs> I hate to use Usual Suspects again, but it's like if Kevin Pollack and Usual Suspects just does impersonations for the entire film. <laughs> They get Kevin Pollack to play Christopher Walken in yeah. King of New York or something. <laughs> uh, Michael, before we before we close out, oh, oh, hit your notes. Let's, have... let's hit those notes. Well, I wanted to add one last thing okay. about Matthew Lillard. Okay, go ahead. I felt, I felt <laughs> an incredible sense of sadness <laughs> watching because you think about think about him acting so hard, but yes. there's nothing with him at all. There's no. He's just by himself going, okay, buddy. <laughs> like, it's so sad. Oh, yeah. And it, it kind of broke my heart. I was like, Is there a green screen guy there with him? Is there a guy in a suit circus? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did they really shoot it? Is there is there an actual guy in, in there I while they're shooting? So. Or are they just carrying around a dog head or something if, that he has to look at? There's no actual guy there. I got to say, <laughs> Matthew Lillard's head. petting a fake dog game is on point. 
That's true. Because yes. at one point, Sarah yes. Michelle Gellar tries yes. to kiss Scooby, and you see that, and it's like she's nowhere near the face of the <laughs> Scooby, and you're like, oh man, this is this is a bad idea to have her try to kiss Scooby. <laughs> Um, did yeah. you guys notice that Matthew Lillard, he's like on point for the entire movie, like totally, totally in, he's Shaggy, he's Casey Kasem, he's top 40, he's going to do this thing, and then when it comes to the most pivotal Shaggy line of all, zoinks, he just says like, zoinks, <laughs> like in a regular person's voice. He was like, that was his choice, Michael. That was his tiny rebellion yeah. against the whole thing was, he's like, I'm not saying zoinks he's like, like Casey. Casey Fuck had this his movie. Zoinks. I've got my zoinks. I'm putting my paw print, as it were, on the picture. <laughs> yes. uh, but we Here's can't talk about this movie anymore, zoinks. Sean and I. So we're gonna let Michael go through a couple of his notes before we, before we, you know, end this session and, and put Scooby Doo two to bed forever. <laughs> to bed. Leash it back up. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, it's tough because I just was. I was just going when things would happen. I'd be like, boom. Note, <laughs> um, when the chauffeur gets milkshake thrown all over him by Scooby, mm-hmm. and he goes, I consider it a privilege. <laughs> I just like that, especially with the current climate, you know, white fragility, all that. It's um, good to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you're supposed to say you love to see it, Michael. I love to see it. It's right. good to see, and I love to see it. We're only allowed to, to speak. Say it. We're only allowed to speak in memes and things other people have said before us. So if you want that to be funny, you need to say you love to see it. Uh, you love to see it. Um, <laughs> I liked Mystery Inc.'s video game hub world hangout house. Yes. yes. It didn't make any sense. But no. They, like a video game. Like that's where you loaded. Um, oh, I like his name the the jacobo the oh yeah tim blake nelson that guy i liked it wasn't good but i liked when he said so long suckers as he was flying away and then he falls and he goes help me suckers help me james gunn <laughs> james gunn <laughs> future academy award winner um, james gunn I, Okay, another line I accidentally liked, I think. Velma's looking through all the books in the old guy's house. And she goes, he collects all these books from this author all the way to this author. And then she goes, he likes dust, too. <laughs> what? Yep. What? Uh, I believe that oh, okay, line I'll skip ahead. is actually he collects oh. dust, too. Oh. oh. Right, I think. See, my, see, Sean's a punch-up artist. This is important. Even even when he corrects other comics, he's a punch-up artist. <laughs> punch-up. <laughs> Tell us more, Michael. I, speaking of punching, I hated when the knight gets kicked in the balls oh. and he goes, right in the round tables. Doesn't make any fucking like, wow. sense. No sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> they could have they at least given us a Wolfman's Got Nards callback or something. Give me. Please. Give me something. Give, me, give the parents something. He should have just said, not my balls. That would have been better. <laughs> not my balls would have been great. <laughs> not my balls. Or ye oldie um, balls or something. Just some kind of like, <laughs> oh, mine sword, balls. Sword right in the stones. Can I get a one? 
Sure. <laughs> yes, you can get a what what. Um, I there, I won't go through all these. I like. I didn't like. I, I like, but I, there's, an, there's a thin line here because it's so stupid. But yes. that the the thing for his pandemonium is so stupid. Oh yeah, that's like <laughs> that's a James like Cameron's unobtainium. Oh yeah. Pandemonium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, there's tons, but I won't. I won't belabor. But I may. Have no belabor. Belabor. Tell us all. Be laborious. <laughs> I like the comeback by Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yes. After uh, Sarah Magella Cheller, Chell Magella Geller, she says, um, <laughs> Prince Junior. She's, she's like, Yes. <laughs> she says, uh, She's like, Oh, you're the bad guy. And then, the <laughs> I'm sorry. She goes, oh, now I see what you do for the gang. You're in charge of incoherent babbling. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, Dang. That's a good burn. Killer. Boom. Wow. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Um, I liked when Scooby said Reros, um, which is heroes. Ah, uh, yes. Re-rose. Re-rose. Now, why did Scooby... You speak with an R sound the entire film, and then when we get to the big, when he's supposed to say Ruby Ruby Doo, oh, he yes. says Scooby Scooby Doo. Yeah, very So strange. did he overcome, in James Gunn's script writing style, did yes. he overcome, was his arc that he overcame his speech impediment by film's end? I think perhaps... Yeah. There, there are cut scenes where he's like listening to a 30 days to lose your list kind of <laughs> tape. <laughs> Scrooby, Ruby, Ruby, Scrooby, Scrooby. Right, did it. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till they remake this movie and Mark Ruffalo plays Ruby, oh. Ruby, do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be as black. Whoever they change to be black. Oh, <laughs> it'd be great. Um, <laughs> was that one got, person okay, of so, color in this movie? There's got to be there. Uh, one of the villains, I think, is an Indian. Background. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the villain who's named Ned. That's all he gets. Is Ned. <laughs> Ned. <gasps> oh my god! Hey. We got a call. I think someone's trying Guess to caller. FaceTime <laughs> to see my baby. Unacceptable. Oh. Unacceptable. It's far um, too late I for have... that. Okay, just a couple more. <laughs> Lay it on us. Okay, I didn't... When the the bad guy, like, sails in on a ship, the logic it makes sense because the whole idea is, like, making monsters that, in a little machine. Yes. How did they make a giant... <laughs> huge. <ship? laughs> There's no way they made a huge ship. Attachment from anything. Liked when the electric... Monster, the electric, he's made of electricity. Yes. He shows up and he goes, and oh, I like that part. Wait, what did he say? We, we, we lost you on that. Oh, he just comes in and goes, dead end. Oh, it's nonsense. But I was like, what? But I like moments where I go, what? That's, <laughs> you have to search for good times in this movie. Well, then you must have loved yes. and clearly... <laughs> Must have loved it enough to uh, inflict it upon all of us. <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2. Yes. Bonsters of <laughs> I don't remember the Too Fast, Too Furious. Scooby, two dogs. Tubi. Maybe, maybe Tubi-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Tubi-Doo. 
somehow we made it through it. Uh, somehow no Scooby Scooby snacks were required. But uh, no. Michael Hampton, we need to know where they can find you uh, online. We know you're not on Twitter anymore. Uh, yeah, I got kicked off. Where can, where can we find you <laughs> online, Michael? <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Mampy Hikes. Awesome. That's amazing. And you know what? You can yes. find Food Court. This this podcast you're either watching or listening. You can, it's at Food Court Cast on Twitter. It's Food Court Movie Podcast on Instagram. And those are the things. Those are the ones. That's you it. don't need to find it in any other way. And we're on iTunes. You're probably listening to us on iTunes right now. And while you're at it... Just get over onto the thing where there's the stars, and there's like a zero stars, and there's a one. We don't want that. What we want is five. Give us five big stars, and type in the bottom, I'm so glad you watched Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. I love that movie. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I can't wait to hear all the great things you say about it. Just type that in there, and we'll be happy to hear it. Before we go, I'm going to do a little bit of recasting that I want to involve our Twitch chat with. (laughs) Guys, if you could recast anyone in any role in the Scooby-Doo series, what would it be? I'm going to get it started. I know I'm springing this on you, Sean and Michael. I'll get it started. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I think you cast in the role of Shaggy. Shaggy! Oh. Shaggy from the classic song, It Wasn't Me. Which kind of sounds like Scooby in hindsight. You could even do Shaggy with Scooby doing, It Wasn't Me. The entire time. I mean, you could redo that song. I, I feel like I would buy that uh, CD at Turtles. I think I would yeah. do that uh, if I could go back in time. I think I would recast Shaggy. I think it's a better wow. musical tie-in than Ruben Stuttered. I think it's, uh, I think it's, yes. you know, if you're trying to sell tickets and what's that all about, uh, then you've got to go with somebody like Shaggy, hot off the heels of, uh, it wasn't me. And another amazing uh, Mr. Boombastic, as it were. I feel yes. like that's the kind of crossover uh, appeal that you know we can get into. Uh, but guys, who would you recast? Uh, as, I have a good one, Velma, Daphne, whoever you want. I think, especially in light of the nice guys, a Ryan Gosling Fred. If they did a Ryan Gosling Fred, I think I think he'd <laughs> does he be do good, like be full autistic Ryan Gosling Fred? No words. Yeah, spoken. sure. I mean, he, no, I think he can that talk. Was my, that was that your was pick? That was my exact thought. That is so weird. Pick <laughs> Nailed it. That's crazy. <laughs> you have to pick him. Pick him. I'm not going to let uh, you off the hook that easily, Michael. Who are you uh, casting? If I had to pick. If, if gun, I had. Gun to your head. <laughs> you have to. There's a gun in your head. <laughs> Academy Award winner. <laughs> Yes. Meryl Streep. As, um, <laughs> Is she doing the and Scooby she voice? Another award. She's just normal. She's just doing her normal voice. <laughs> if you don't give Meryl Streep an accent Meryl. to do, have you really even hired Meryl Streep? She's going to do exactly. an accent. You may not know what it is, but she's going to do an accent. Who would be a good current lady to be Daphne, I wonder? Um, oh, that's tough. Zendaya. Uh, Chad oh. Ryan throws out that the real-life current-day Harlem Globetrotter should have played every role in this film. Wow. <laughs> I think I would have done that just to hear Ruben Stutter, like, uh, scat Sweet Georgia Brown. <laughs> well, we, we need a crossover, because they always met up in the old show. Right? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, where, see, that's where, providing the context that I frankly didn't have. Sorry, Chad. See? <laughs> I frankly did not have that context. <laughs> you didn't uh, know that the Harlem Globetrotters were on the show? Globetrotters. <laughs> I don't remember anything about slob knockers or anything about <laughs> Scooby-Doo, really. Maybe this movie worked. Maybe this movie is a masterpiece that was filled with amazing Mm-mm. callbacks. But for me, no. it was like a really no. bad, really bad acid trip with Matthew Lillard being the guy <laughs> sitting right next to you at the campsite, like... Rubbing your thighs and trying to get you to put Vicks on your nipples. It's just not a good time for anyone involved. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I don't think I don't think we have time for any more recasting. But uh, let's be real. Andy Circus could have and should have played all roles. But True. with that, uh, we're gonna wish you guys a good evening uh, and bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit.